Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is 540. It's 50 degrees in Anchorage, 49 in Eagle River. The Rick Rydell radio program takes to the airwaves, broadcasting as the last great bastion of common sense thinking. Let me do the quick introductions around the radio station. That way you'll know who all the players are in the newsroom. Hunting, gathering the news, as he and his family have done for eons, the latest and the youngest in the Alaska clan of roadies to use the news as his sustenance. Scott Rohde in the newsroom. In master control, would you give it up for the guy making the noises happen when the noises should, the sounds happen when the sound should, and the music happen when music should. It's our good friend and producer, Mr. Mike Ortega. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday to you, too. You made it. You made it to the uh, end of the having to get up really super early for you. Well, yeah, yeah, for now, anyway. Right. Uh, you definitely feel the uh, 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 bite of fall in the air last night. I, I tell you, it's, it's getting harder morning. and harder to wake up because it's so cold and dark. You just don't want to get out of bed. Right. Right. Because it's been light for so long. But yeah. uh, man, well, oh, I got to tell you, I did it yesterday. What'd you did, man? Did I do it? Oh, that one thing I do about once a year, and I pay for it for days. But I, you remember comb your remember, hair. Remember, yeah. That, well, if I had any of that, I could do that all the time. But yeah, don't don't have enough of that. Um, I, I, yeah. I bought I bought a bag of cherries. <laughs> I, you know, I can't, I can't. I walk by them, and I look out there, and I just since I. Since I developed, since I developed my allergies to those things, I uh, I'm usually really good about staying away right. from those and um, apples and pears and plums and all that because because they, they just yeah they just they make me feel horrible. My eyes swell up. They get like you know there's pins and needles in them. They're they're runny. My I start sneezing. Yeah. And um, when you, so when I, you gotta have a cherry. You gotta have a cherry. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on this new, this. <laughs> I don't know how sad this is or not. I'm working on this new theory that if, um, if I take the allergy pills right before I eat them, I should be able to eat like you know, a, if I have three pounds of cherries, I should be able to eat a pound of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I think that's kind of why I went to sleep a little early last night because I was like. <laughs> You know, drowning in Benadryl, trying to eat the cherries, and yeah, so I did it. Sure, I did it. Good for I, you. You don't I, sound too bad. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay. Um, I've got these uh, uh, generic little allergy pills, and usually, and I don't know what, uh, what 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 this thing, why our body does this, but you know, uh, you know, it happened to me when I turned forty, right? And and it was I was actually out in bear camp. And and it was first it was birch pollen, and then uh, years later it translated to apples, and then you know when it got to cherries, I was so dismayed, it was so upset ah, because sure. I love uh, fruit. I love fruit, and um, and and I suppose I should just 
be grateful I can still eat citrus and melons and all that because that's sure. all all good and strawberries, but just about everything that comes off a tree. And so, um, yeah, I'll I'll bet I ate a pound or a pound and a half of those last night. Well, good for you. You don't don't let your body hold you back. Don't yeah don't don't let your body tell you what uh, you know. You're you're not that weak. That's right. <laughs> don't let her push you around. Right. I will tell you that. Um, uh, I don't think that sits well in one's um, elementary canal. Well, yeah, I I know the feeling, dude. I, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. And so then there's the you know you 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 yeah it's uh so if I'm running back and forth to the bathroom today, that's why. How's that? <laughs> that's it. Right. Any anything else going on in your life, sir? Absolutely nothing. No, uh, you know, I watched to watch the uh, uh, season two of, uh, of, uh, of of Game of Thrones. GOT, we like to call it. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Got. battle uh, on the ocean. Finally, you know, the Battle of the Bay or whatever that was called. Battle of Blackwater Bay. That's exactly it. Yeah. That was pretty impressive. It's, it's almost like it's a movie because of the special effects and the way they present things. But, uh, you know, I saw Theon give his great speech. And get bonked on the head, betrayed by his own men, put in a bag, and I already know it's going to happen to him. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, no, you do. But yeah, I do, and it's horrible. Has he, lo- has he lost got, his? Not yet. I mean, that happens in season three. So okay, yeah. Right. So, but I saw the the prelude to it, and uh, I was thinking, wow, it, everything has just gone against this guy. He's got no luck at all. Everybody hates him. He's just trying to do the best he can. He gives this dynamic speech, and then his men just yeah. bonk him on the head from behind, right. put him in a sack, yeah, and off he goes. Right. Yeah. I. Um, yeah. Uh, so, well, you hear uh, once you get up to where the rest of us are, season seven. Right. Um, you know, you'd be looking forward to uh, what I think there's two, like two more episodes this year. I guess so. I, you know, I'm not watching. I don't have TV. I don't right. have cable or satellite or anything. Well, I don't have that either. Oh yeah, you watch it streaming internet I on stream something, it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, my entire my entire uh, uh, bill on on watching TV is twenty seven dollars a month. Right. Right. Dude, well, I, you know, I, you we know, pay for it. we pay for the internet, so that that's all we right. pay for because we watch yeah, it all yeah. on Amazon. Okay, well there you go, and so, um, but anyway, the um, um, the 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 final season is supposed to be well, the final episode this year and the entire final season is supposed to be all movie length episodes. Yeah, they're putting a lot of money into it. It's made them a lot of money, so good. For oh them. yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah. But it's uh, but so it's going to be, and I don't know if this is, you know, uh, something that we have to look forward to as things are changing and developing. But, um, uh, you know, instead of a movie, yeah, you kind of think about it. We do it with with a lot of them. Instead of a movie, it's a series of movies and not, uh, you know, not the half hour sitcom, but the 80 and 90 minute movie and a series of seven. Sure. And, and you know, something different happens in, in every one of those episodes. It's not like it's, you know, Three's Company where, it, you know, it's the same thing happening every time right it's not like the episode that they almost got off gilligan's island right it's not right that one. which, but which was every messes, episode gilligan messes it up at the end but he's so yeah. lovable everybody forgives him 
Yeah, you know, you're that episode, right? Yeah, that yeah, one. you're right. It's not that at all. So, um, anyway, well, I'm, are you totally caught up on season two now? Yeah, totally caught up. I'm all the way through season four. I think I got to take a few steps back now and uh, maybe wait a month or so before I get season five because I got to digest all this. Maybe watch it all over again. Yeah, that, well, that's what I had to do. The, the I mean, it's so intricate. The pot, plot lines are so convoluted. I, you know, you just sometimes you just lose track of what's going on. And who's who? And who's who? Right? And how did this person come into play? And yeah, and and you know, because I went back and watched. I think it was something on season two, and um, you know, saw uh, Ramsey Bolton's dad come into the series much earlier than I remembered him coming into it. Right, right. Because you went all of a sudden, you're sitting there. Have you done? I've seen that part yet where the Boltons are. No, taking, maybe. Took, took, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, with you being See, so far behind, it's unfair because I can't hardly talk about it. I well, feel like you, I'm going to be You can talk about it because, I mean, it's all so old. I've, I probably read most about it on the internet. Oh. Okay, but it, you know it's all it's all nice to see how it's unfolding. How the, the Khaleesi is like duped at first, and and then she uh, figures out that they've kidnapped her dragons. So they go out. She goes after the dragons. She finds out that this the, the one guy is behind it all, and she locks him in this this uh, vault. <laughs> and you know it's, it, there's no way to open the vault without a key. So in, essentially, right. she's you know executing him, but very yeah. slowly. Yes, which is yeah. You know, so it's, it's the, like the character development over this arc is it's interesting. If you miss one episode, it, it's it's kind of hard to catch up. Yeah. So all right. Well, then I won't worry about it since you've probably read about it on the internet, and um, um, and I won't worry about being a, a, a season spoiler then. Okay. So, but yeah. So another episode coming up. What Monday night, Sunday night, something like that. I guess so. All right. Uh, let's get our commercial break out of the way. Come back. I'm going to give you an in-depth description of what is going to be in this broadcast today, how this whole day of radio broadcasting plays out right after this. 550, stand by. All right. What are we doing today? Well, I want to tell you something. This will be, this will be monumental. This will be, this will be a, a, a check mark in time. You realize, Ortega... That uh, after this free forum Friday, we have that uh, that forty five percent solar eclipse on what Monday? Yeah, I guess so. I won't be watching right. it. Well, so if that ends the world, like some think it's going to. Oh, you're kidding! It's supposed to end no. the world. Well, there's a small group of people. Apparently, they they weren't here in 1979 when we had the same thing happen, or any other time we've had. Okay. The, same thing happened, but um, the think it's the end of the world. If they are correct, and somehow the rest of us are 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 stupid for laughing at them, which I mean, God, let's face it, we've all had some laughs at that, right? Right. Um, um, this would be the last free forum Friday ever. Just saying. Got to take advantage of it while it's here. I would think so. If this is the last one, then uh, and the uh, the solar eclipse uh, destroys the world, like a handful of people believe it will. Although it's only going to be like a forty-five percent of the eclipse that you can see if the cloud cover breaks here. Right. I'm told. So. Did you ever? Uh, did you have one back when you were in Compton in the gangs? Were you guys even? aware of that no no we were we were too busy partying 
Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stealing Super Christmas easy. trees. Steal- right. Yeah. As 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 the uh, and there was probably a between you different gang members um, in the different gangs. Uh, it was probably who can steal the most Christmas trees. No. 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 Okay. no yeah. I mean, generally speaking, you just stole one. I mean, no, how many Christmas that, no trees way. could you fit into an apartment that small? Yeah, well, that's that, but for the clubhouse, for the gang, I thought you <laughs> guys would like. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, we had a clubhouse. Yeah, yeah we hung so, out there uh, sharpening our knives, kind of thing. Right to uh, you know to scare people with. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, all right. Um, well, today, open phones, open topics, free forum Friday. You are in charge of the radio broadcast today of the content that is in it. So it's like, uh, so it's like uh, you know. Usually, I decide what we're going to talk about, and then we we stick to that. And just because of broadcast confidence, I throw caution to the wind, um, and I say, "Hey, you you can be in charge of the content today. Let's just let you, the uh, listening audience, be be in control of that." So you're like the captain, and then I step back and become like the first mate. And uh, or take a uh, does even less of a swab in the deck today because it's kind of a loosey goosey, anything goes, no holds barred uh, broadcast of Free Forum Friday. Open phones, open topics. Dial five two two zero six five zero, and when you get, I mean, you'll get in line, and we just go in line as the calls come in, um, and you get in line. But when you get on the air, you don't have to say, hey, sorry, this may be off topic or anything like that. Because as you begin speaking, you are plowing the, the, the new field. You are you are plowing the new ground. You are leading the charge. You are setting the pace. You are creating the topic at that moment. And so you are the topic. And whatever it is, as you start speaking... That becomes it, and if it's a if it's a decent topic, it will carry a couple of calls after it. I mean, you will inspire other people to comment on it. If it's a a good topic, you may carry an hour of phone calls after you get off the air. And if it's an incredible topic, it can literally go into the Procaro show this afternoon, and you can. Uh, but I mean, those are rare that you get one topic so good that it's going to carry that far it's got to be a big big deal and we uh we have a lot of big deals going on right now i mean um there is uh still yet another special session hanging out there um all about revenues there is a paper that is my god have you been watching this thing unfold ortega what the thing? Uh, bankruptcy the liquidation of the Alaska Dispatch News, this uh, woman literally lost like $17 million in three years of owning that paper. Yeah, just lost it in the seat cushions, huh? Just, man, this is, well, here's the sad thing, right? Operating that paper at such a loss, and I don't know, maybe it's it's the delusion of too much money, or I don't know, but um, but driving that paper into the ground by spending way too much money, and this is the woman that has had the ear of our governor on how to save our state, huh? 
Just saying. So, uh, but at least the paper boys get to be paid from what we're told. All right, it's Free Forum Friday. I've already got my good friend, friend Bob Griffin on the phone, so we're going to talk to him coming up after this commercial break. Then the rest of the lines are open, and you get to be in charge today, but you must dial quickly because the phones fill up fast. 5220650. Be the first kid on your block. It's Free Forum Friday. Let's do this. It is 609, 50 degrees in Anchorage, 49 in Eagle River. It's Free Forum Friday, open phones, open topics. It could be full of wackiness and mayhem. God only knows, so put your seatbelt on, and let's get ready to do this broadcast the end of the week, and then uh, uh, we'll uh, have a weekend. My good friend, all right, hey, good morning, Warren. Hey, good morning, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good morning, but, it, but it's not... Uh... Uh, first of all, uh, I've been getting a lot of hate email and stuff from your listeners because I was talking nice to Mark Baggage, and I just wanted to explain to everybody that you always treat people with respect, whether you totally disagree with them, which I do, <laughs> or not. Uh, Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no, I, I got people are calling me jerks and everything, all kinds of names for just being nice to him on the radio. What I was trying to find out was why if he and his friends and the other senators are so doggone wanting to work together and, you know, form a pact to to see, uh, you know, if if they could be different, uh, their votes never showed it, okay? Yeah. They would always... Democrats would always lockstep a hundred percent in their vote, just because they were Democrats. And right. I was trying to find out what type of pressure uh, they were actually putting on him to make them do that, rather than vote the way that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and you know, and that's that's putting somebody on the spot. But you don't have to be angry and vitriolic when you do it. Correct, and you know, because like. Like you said, you've you've known Mark and debated him for over twenty years, and so have I. You know, right? Oh, it's over um, twenty. I mean, it's been it's been well, three it's, decades, it's, right? It's, I mean, we were in our twenties when we started arguing politics. Yeah, it's it's. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's been a lot more than 20. But, yeah. You know, we don't want to so. compare ages. Right. I actually had to have lunch. I had to go take him to lunch because I lost the bet on the mayor's race. I finally had to pay that up the other day. Yeah, but I see. I I was trying to 
to find out what type of pressure I would get into if if I went up against him in a race. Oh, he, yeah. he never did answer. He just skirted around the whole issue. So, but it, it just it, it's just this us against them attitude. It's just destroying the country and uh, like Alice. Okay. Uh, she totally destroyed the paper, but she's not responsible for anything because I'm I'm a Democrat and I've been with the president, and so therefore rules don't count. And yeah, well, it's I, certainly I, an interesting. Are you going down and actually watching these proceedings that are going on? I heard it was three hours yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty long. I had to walk out after a little bit, but I didn't wow. know it was going to go that long. Yeah. But, uh, Oh, yeah, no. amazing. I mean, I'm I'm getting phone calls from people that are going to these things and just giving me the play by play on it. It's like I thank God that that's three hours I couldn't get back. <laughs> yep. Right. No, it's just unbelievable. Uh, it, it's I think it's finally happened though. Uh, you, you talk about the invisible line. Well, that that just came and just hit me on the head. That line. It just. I, I it's think, there. You know, I've I've worked my whole life and and tried to do the right thing all the way around. And these governments and these agencies, everything from the school board to the local assembly to the state mm-hmm. to to the uh, even the feds mess with you on if, if you're on social security and you're not all right. Your magic sixty six yet? They restrict your income, and and then they come down with a vengeance. And they take the whole thing back plus interest if you go one if you earn one penny more than what they give you in your check. It's, it's just is that the new rule? Yeah. Is that the new rule? So you you yeah, can earn until you're six. If you take it any time between sixty two and sixty six, mm-hmm. until you go over the age sixty six, if you make a penny more in in a job, they take everything back. Plus interest, plus a penalty. Wow, that's pretty intense. They they take it out immediately. So yeah, (laughs) and it's probably going to be seventy before I get there. Hey, buddy, I got some uh, other calls on the line, so I'll let you go. Have a great weekend. Thanks for the call, Warren. I appreciate it as always. And uh, everybody, lay off Warren for his being nice to Mark. Bob is back on line two. Hey, Bob. Hey, thanks, Rick. Sorry about the phone buffoonery there. Uh, No, no problem. Good to hear your voice, bud. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I wanted to bring up the topic of of the uh, municipal fuel excise tax that's uh, that's going to come up on the agenda here uh, for the assembly. It's it's kind of interesting that in the the media, a couple of places it's being portrayed as the budget advisory commission is the ones that came up with this idea for a fuel excise tax. And the truth is, you know, I serve on the budget advisory commission. That that right. the administration came to the, the budget advisory commission with a proposal. For a fuel excise tax, ten cents a gallon, supposed to raise fourteen million dollars, um, and their proposal was that eighty percent of it was going to go to offset property taxes, and then twenty percent would be new revenues. It's, and it's just a scheme to bypass the tax cap, essentially. Right. And the uh, budget budget advisory commission, we sent our our proposal forward and said, "Yeah, sure, go ahead with your your excise tax, which you know, doesn't it's not a sales tax, so it doesn't need a vote of the people." But right. 100% of it should go to offsetting property taxes so that it doesn't bypass the tax cap. Well, there's um, a member of the assembly, I won't say his name, but his initials are Dick Trainey, 
yeah. were was was at the the, the uh, meeting and and bragged that that uh, the they had enough assembly votes to um, you know get the excise tax to uh, increase new revenues bypass the tax cap and so that's uh, anticipate that's going to happen. Ten, they, so they want to charge ten more cents a gallon just so they can they can uh, get extra money, right? And it it, it basically would raise about three million dollars in, in new revenues, bypassing the, the tax cap for three million dollars. And and funny, it's it's just about that that amount of money that they tried to bypass the tax cap with the uh, the fire uh, the or the ambulance bond last time. Around. Oh right, so, right. So they're they're scrambling to try and make up that that revenue, and and bypass the tax cap. So I just uh, I know with all the other things going on with the you know state government, <laughs> national, you know North Korea and everything that uh, it's it, it's easy to lose sight of some of these little municipal issues. And they'll, they'll sneak through, but yeah, this is clearly just a tactic by the administration to, to bypass the tax cap to increase revenues. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, thanks for staying on it because, you know, this is the dangerous time when they can slip those things in when we're focused on other issues. So hey, anyway, uh, all right, well, for... good deal. Let us know. Let us know as it starts to develop, and we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Bob, appreciate the call. Good to hear your voice. Hey, thanks, Rick. Thanks, Ian. All right, it's 5220650. Um, phones were wide open, so here's your opportunity Dial quickly. There are a lot of people taking a run at your pocketbook from almost all levels of government, except it seems the feds these days. What a difference an executive can make. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. 618, standby. It is 623. We're back. 50 in Anchorage, 49 in Eagle River. It's the Rick Rydell radio program and uh, Free Forum Friday. So the phones are open at 522 and uh, you'll get right in if you dial quickly. One of the um, one of the first blushes on this uh, excise tax that Bob was just talking about that the uh, administration brought forth to the Budget Advisory Committee is a ten cent increase in the in price gasoline tax. Right, we already pay two taxes when you um, when you buy gasoline or fuel for your. Uh, I guess yeah, diesel's probably exempt, but. Um, and if I'm wrong on that, call and let me know. But but we pay uh, we already pay um, a state tax in every gallon of gas, and you pay a federal tax in every gallon of gas. The uh, federal tax goes into the uh, highway trust fund, um, and 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 the reason why you're paying it is it was a user fee um, created to pay for the maintenance and the building of the uh, the the road system. All right. Um, we already bond for the roads in Anchorage, so we get the money for the roads already through bonding. Um, the excise tax that they're talking about is simply a money grab. Now, if they do um, move it forward with uh, the votes on the assembly, and this is a problem with the uh, super liberal assembly, then the gasoline that you and I buy in Anchorage is going to be 10 cents higher than it's going to be elsewhere. Um, because there's that tax embedded inside there. Um, but we already bond for the roads for, like I said, this is nothing more than a money grab if that's what they do. If they move it forward, it's like they're trying to buy their way in uh, to that extra 20% by selling it to us. Well, it's going to offset property taxes. 
uh, 80%, and 20% then comes to us as new revenue. Well, it's all about that 20% because that's what they want to get. And they're, they're willing to take a, uh, uh, to collect more money from there. Um, which underneath the tax cap would force the amount of property taxes down uh, just a teensy, tiny little bit. Uh, doesn't mean that it wouldn't override the increase that's already going to happen to your house payment, but um, but it looks good on paper, and then they would get these extra revenues. So, yeah, pretty dastardly way of trying to get more money um, and, and work around the tax cap that literally has kept – um, the spending in Anchorage um, down since it was put in back during the Knowles administration. Um, Dan on line two. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Rick. What's up? Uh, can, I, can I pursue something with Warren's call about respect? Yeah. Okay. I kind of think that resonates with uh, Charlotte Burke. Yeah. Because here is Warren, you know, he's, he's used, exercising his right to free speech. He's telling the truth, and now he's being harassed. Mm-hmm. And that looks to me like if if we don't get a bigger control here in town, like take over the newspaper, you know, somehow get a half and half split between the liberal side and the conservative side, right? Which because I, I think we're losing our radio stations. So, you yeah. know, somehow I, I I see all these ads that are coming on, and they're with respect to the ad console, you know, where it got all this. Love your pet, you know, if he barks too much. And it's like it's mm-hmm. one thing after another that it's it's getting where they don't want to address issues. They want to address some nicety thing. It's like estrogen poisoning, the way I see it. Um, an emotional draw. Yeah. And right. I can understand why nobody would want to buy the paper. I mean, you're buying a $35 mm-hmm. million dollar debt for a million bucks, right? Yeah. And that's like roulette odds. Oh, my God, yeah. Or like a lieutenant governor, I mean, like the governor's deal with gas pipelines. He wants, he's ready to risk everybody else's money on something that's not going to work. Right, right. But if yeah. we don't get if we don't get a more common sense and truth and conservative issue going here in this town, they're going to come after Anchorage, too. They're, they're going to want to change the name of Eisenhower Park. You mark my words. Oh, oh, yeah, something, something. Yeah. And they'll you know. be doing it. It's like when we had that Veterans Day. I don't think they inv- invited any veterans. Really? I when they had that parade thing here, the mm-hmm. the radio, the TV, and the I believe it was the newspaper too. I don't recall now. All they did mm-hmm. was c- celebrate the Vietnamese, the mountain people. I think oh. there was like a dozen of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah free, I was unaware we, of that. Are you yeah, talking about the Hmong refugees? Yeah, yeah, the Hamongs. Right, right. Well, it, the free speech thing has gone too far. It's, you, you, you heard about that Missouri senator, state senator, Marie Nadal? I did not. She, she just called for the assassination of Donald Trump. Well, that's and, a uh, that's a that's a crime. Yeah, and well, even Claire McCaskill called for her resignation, and so did uh, one of the congressmen from the state of Missouri. Yeah. That's something when the Democrats are asking her to shut up. Yeah, and if you look where she's from, I think it's District 14 in St. Louis. Yeah, and the big city, believe, yeah. That's that's like Ferguson and Lapine. Yeah, and, and I don't know much about St. Louis. but Well, 
I, I just follow along the news. I pick it up once in a while. I listen to, you know, KEMX almost exclusively. So I right. hear a lot of ABC news, which is kind right. of funny. But Lapine, if you look it up, there are more warrants for people's arrests there than there are people. Wow. That's something. Yeah, and that's where she's basically from. District 14, I think, is right in that area, Highway 40. Right. right. But anyways, if, if, if we don't keep a stronger grip on Anchorage, I'm afraid we're really going to lose it, and that's why... Yeah, I really like to see you guys get the newspaper. So. Yeah. All right. Wait, well, Dan. Appreciate the uh, call in. Have a good day. Have a great weekend. Thanks. It's uh, I wasn't six. Too no, no, it's fine. We're gonna take a quick break. Got to run to the news. Six thirty. We'll be right back. It is six thirty nine. Fifty in Anchorage. Forty nine in Eagle River. The Rick Rydell Radio Program and Free Forum Friday, where you are in charge of the content by dialing the numbers five two two zero six five zero, and it's. Your choice, what we talk about today, not mine. You don't have to stick to any uh, parameters that I give you. You are on your own today. So what is it that uh, you think we should be covering on this very influential radio broadcast? Don, morning, sir. Oh, good morning, Rick. A couple items today. Yes, sir. Well, I noticed that uh, little Lisa Murkowski, uh, representative to all the poor people of Alaska except for taxpayers, is out in Savunga collecting photos, photo op photos, of the health clinics that the federal money put in out there. And get ah. to them. They need a health clinic. Mm-hmm. But I notice that everywhere you turn on the news, it's Lisa this, Lisa that, Lisa this, Lisa that. Plus all of the ads that once whined about uh, the health care bill killing everybody. By golly, those folks were now saved by little Lisa. Her poll numbers must be in the toilet. Yeah, hard, you know, I'm having a hard time judging judging that on this one i'm not sure how that's playing because i don't know that you know i mean like you and i i get the the whole uh prop up the uh the uh, hospitals prop up the aarp getting their money and all that i don't know that everybody does well that's <laughs> yeah i guess it, the uh democrats count oh that's right she's not a democrat she just acts like one anyway yeah. um all I can say is she's just like uh, Begich saw the incoming, and they started running campaign ads over a year <laughs> in advance. She must be far worse off than Begich ever was if they're pushing campaign stuff this this early into it. Because she's like what three years out from an election, uh, if not four. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, her her polls must be wherever the toilet flows to. Yeah. I'll tell you what what I think it is. I think I think all the the ads that you're hearing and all that, I think it's the um the people that benefit from Obamacare um wanting to keep it. Well, that's the interesting thing is they if you listen to the ads, it's poor old people that were going to be gunned down by the Republicans. Right. Actually, the folks that made the most money from Obamacare are the huge hospital corporations and the insurance companies, the very people right. The politicians rail against. Right. And, and AARP, because they get like 20%, don't they? Uh, they get a bunch. I wouldn't buy anything from AARP. They keep calling no, me and saying, oh, you're an old guy. How'd you like to join AARP? And I said, that's okay. I'm not a communist either. So, you know. Right. Yeah, uh, and my thing always with them has been they're, they're anti-gun, and so I can't support them. They're, they're anti-everything. They, I mean, face it, they started out a very long time ago. Uh, is retired teachers, which is always a bad start, and they've gone further and further left every year. And now, between being a show for the Democrats 
and a shill for really bad insurance, I don't see that they have any relevance. They certainly don't yeah. represent me. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. and as an aside, I noticed this 10 cent tax drum beat going on with the city. Now, yeah, you, what's that you have a uh, spreadsheet there. So you have the aura of scientific invincibility because you have a computer program. Right. Yes. Okay. So here's a here's a thought exercise for all the people out there who think that ten cent tax is a good deal. I have a blanket on my bed. It's an mm. old wool blanket. It's a nice one, but it's old. And when I pull it up and it in the so my up to my chin, so I'm all covered, my feet stick out at the end. So right. I had this brilliant idea. I'm gonna cut a foot off the top of the blanket <laughs> and sew it onto the bottom of the blanket to make it longer. And there you go. And that's the that, thought process, right? It's yeah. If I'm paying a ten cent tax and I'm paying property tax, I haven't saved anything, Mr. City Hall. All I've been is screwed by you guys yet again. Here is a wild thought. I know this is gonna seem kinda weird, but stick with me, Rick. You you're you're a tough guy. I'm falling. Instead of constantly raising my taxes, let's do something crazy. Let's cut city spending. Wow, what an idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I see now down at the zoo, the feeding farm, they now have to have cops go down there. Right. When they said, here's another wild thought. Shut it down. Yeah. And everybody goes, what? They go, well, if you don't feed them, eventually they'll go away. And if they go Power, away, yeah. another problem we've saved. Yeah. F hunger is a very powerful motivator. I. I know that sounds cool, Rick, and I've come on the record here and said more than once, if they're really serious about drying people out and turning their lives around, they would build a tent city out by Sutton. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Plenty of nice property out there. Surround it with a huge barbed wire fence or a chain link fence to keep the animals out. Put mm. people in there so there's not a chance that they can walk away from a rehab center or whatever down to the local liquor store. Hmm. Yeah, but just they the, uh, seem, I'm not picking on Catholic social services. They're just leading the pack. But they seem hell-bent on subsidizing a destructive lifestyle. That, you know, and that was my whole point yesterday, is we are the king of enablers, and we're, we're creating more of this than helping by causing less. Yeah, of it. it's like we, we put them up in a nice place. You can drink and smoke dope. Nobody's going to say anything. It's all cool. doesn't cost you anything. And so they're bums talk to each other, and a guy's talking to somebody in Oregon going, man, if you go to Alaska, they give you money, they'll yep. give you an apartment, you can drink all the booze you want, they feed you, holy moly, this is yeah. this is heaven for bums. Yeah, no, they then they talk in their little hobo camps, and they know, they yeah. know, I, yeah. For the, for, the, for the folks out there who have a heart, and I, and I know occasionally by accident you listen to, to the show, yeah. Uh, we're not being cruel. We're being uh, objective. It says if you give away something free, it doesn't improve anything. And when people go, what? They go, if you think health care is expensive now, just wait until it's free. 
Yeah, because then it's going to be even worse. Good talking to you, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right. Take it easy, Rick. All right. Take care. See you. All right. Again, it's uh, 5220650. It's uh, Free Forum Friday. I've got David on the line. And then the rest of the lines are open. Uh, dial quickly. You should get right in, but it uh, fills up quickly after I make that announcement. So uh, make your move now. 5220650, and we'll be right back. 652, we're back. 50 in Anchorage, 49 in Eagle River. It's Free Forum Friday at 5220650. I just want to get this in really quick since we were talking about the, uh, the, the paper and as it's unfolding in this uh, bankruptcy court. Uh, understand that the Alice Rogoff bought the paper in 2014. Uh, in 2015, she had losses of $5.8 million. In 2016, she had losses of $6 million plus. In 2017, losses on track to lose $8 million. And this is the person that's been talking to our governor about managing the budget of our state. Just wanted to get that in. Uh, David, thank you for the call. Good morning. Yeah, but she's only losing $18,000 a day. The governor is losing a heck of a lot more than that. <laughs> and that's ours. That was her money. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was her money. So um, I was just, uh, I just, I heard Bob on there earlier. And, um, you know, we, ha- we have a lot of excise taxes in Anchorage already. You know, we got bed tax. We've got the rental car tax. We've got yeah. the uh, cigarette, alcohol, and tobacco taxes. Yeah, Those are all excise. Will this one be outside of the tax cap? Yeah, well, what Bob was saying was the twenty uh, percent of new revenue certainly would be. Yeah, that's what that's. So it's just a, it's just another around the around the game. And it was in, it was interesting because in their their June meeting, the original proposal was for an eighteen cent a gallon tax. My uh, God, eighteen. And I guess yeah. <laughs> you know they they say those things, and I think that they think that people don't get what it is because you're talking about eighteen cents for every gallon you buy. More right. and the governor and the governor wants thirty eight, and that one's still sitting in front of the legislature. So add eighteen and thirty eight together, and you're taking a look at what everybody would like as revenue enhancement. Yeah. So what? Uh, what? What is it? Two sixty right now. So you're talking yeah. uh, making prices over. So if they enacted all of these things right now, the price of a gallon of gas would be over three bucks a gallon. Yeah, jump fifty cents. So you're looking at yeah. uh, you know three fifteen, and that's you know summer prices. <laughs> yeah. So, I well I did um, I, I didn't see those all this summer except when I was in Seward, so. Yeah, so if if Bob Bob's listening, I guess there were documents and spreadsheets that were available and you know how it is with the transparency that we have is uh they're not on any of the links for the budget advisory committee. So I guess there were spreadsheets and uh proposals that came out and were reviewed by them uh, at the last meeting before they said, "Yeah, 10 cents sounds good to us." Um if he has or can send, uh, you know, ask the policy forum those things so we can take a look at, you know, because usually when somebody says it's going to make this much money, right? Uh, historically, it's been off. Right. Yeah. Their their so, assumptions on their uh, on their calculations are biased. Yeah. Well, remember Always. what I mean. Does the the UN right? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the I'm the spreadsheet guy, and that's why I always like to take those assumptions because in there you can find out. You know, because to, to get that number, you have to know how many gallons of gasoline are sold per year. 
in town. So you can always get some good bases, basic numbers out of there and then and run I'm, your I'm, own I'm, assumptions. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out how they're going to capture revenue from people commuting in from the valley when the price of gasoline is already cheaper than the gal in the valley, and most cars can make it from the valley to Anchorage to go back to the cheap gas to buy it. So oh, yeah, because that's what, you know. Gas- yeah. Right, because that's what's that's what's going to happen is the guy living in Palmer is going to fill up in Palmer, drive to town, drive back, and when he needs to fill, fill up, up, he's going to fill up in Palmer, because Palmer it's right? Fifty cents a gallon. I mean, I'm kind of going like, where is this logic on this? So unless it's going to you know just capture more tourist money for the rental cars and the RVs, I'm worried about trucks. If diesel's not excluded, then you've got all these uh, fleets and uh, all the motorhome coaches and stuff that are right. You know that that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So you and me both. Um, if, yeah, if he's got that, if he'd send it to you or he'd send it to me, that would be excellent. Because uh, we're both, I, yeah. I wanna, yeah, I want to look at that assumption because yeah, a little leery of people that, especially when it's the uh, when it's the municipality's treasurer proposing it. Yeah, it is. All right, buddy. Appreciate the call. Have a good Thank day. You. Take care. Bye. All right, uh, free forum Friday. We've got one hour left, so. Uh, if you were calling earlier and getting a busy signal or you couldn't get through, here's the chance. All of the lines are open. Like I said, we got about an hour left, so call now. Secure your moment in history at 5220650, and uh, we'll see if we can't get everybody in today that can. It's open phones, open topics. You're in charge of the content of this radio broadcast. Call now. We'll be right back. Open phones, open topics, free forum Friday. All we lack in this broadcast is you, and you can remedy that by dialing 5220650. It's the uh, Rick Rydell radio program, and free forum Friday underway. We've got Deborah, Shelly Hughes, and Gary in that order as we go back to the phones. Deborah, good morning. Good morning. Happy so, Friday. Back at you. So um, I got my CEO and my house back. This is a uh, 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 certificate of occupancy because you had a fire? Yes. Right. And so I got that. And um, just a back story, the condo association uh, locked me out of my house on December 19th. So I hadn't been in my house since August. My first time in the house since then was August 7th, last Monday. Get yeah. in the house and it smelled like smoke. How can they? Uh, how can they issue a certificate of occupancy with the smell of smoke still in it? That's a good question. I've contacted Bill Peterson. He left a card on my door on Monday or Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, he hasn't returned my call. And um, so the we did. I did have a um, home inspection done, and it was pretty damning. And it's just really troubling that we pay all this all this money in property taxes for me, nine months of not being in my home, mm-hmm. uh, $3,900, I don't see. Right. And, and, the, and the one thing that was most troubling was the, uh, just the permitting issues and things that the home inspector had, had, uh, had pointed out in terms of code issues. So the um, and and so who issued the CO was the or the uh, uh, certificate of occupancy that it was okay to live in it was that the city? Yes. And so, and yet, well, this is and that's not going to be good. And so your 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 uh, your rebuild is not up to code yet. The city issued that it was okay. Why do we have codes then? 
that's that's the question. Why do we even go to, if it's just an exercise, just saying we did it and collect money? I mean, then why why are we paying these people to come and do an exercise if you're right. not going to do it right? And if, if and if you do it in the spirit of public safety, I don't find my home smelling like smoke a healthy home environment for myself yeah, or my family. Especially- yeah, especially since it should have been all taken care of. Is there a review process, or is there a um, is there another avenue to go? No, um, the real estate commission, the attorney general, and city ombudsman told me to get a lawyer, and so I retained one. Okay, and um, so that's 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 the process. So if you can't afford a lawyer, you just have to take it. Wow. Well, and, that, and well, hope for the best, and you hope yeah. that the process works at the mortgage level. Just you know, my house went through several things prior to me purchasing it, so that's even more concerning. But that's not a state or municipal issue, right? Well, the um, problem is going to be is if you ever try and sell the house as soon as they do the inspection, they're going to say no, none of this is up to code, and then you end up losing money on the sale of your home because they didn't check to make sure everything was up to code. Correct. Right. Wow. Sure. I got my house huh. back. Well, you got that, even the, the smoky house. Right. All right. Well, keep us updated on this as it uh, progresses forward, Deborah. Thank you for the call. Okay, bye. All right. Take care. Uh, Shelly Hughes joins us on line four. Hey, Shelly. Hey, good morning, Rick. Um, you mentioned earlier that, um, you know, that uh, whatever's lacking on, on your show, call in. And so I, yeah. I've been li- listening and um, we have talked about a number of things this morning, but we haven't talked about state issues quite yet. And mm-hmm. so I thought, you know, it's free forum Friday. I would call in and I'll, I'll just let you know and listeners out there. Um, I'll admit I've been a bit in a Dorothy in Wizard of Oz mode here thinking <laughs> there's no place like home. It's so good yeah. to be home the last few weeks. Um, just great, great to be enjoying the little bit in the end of summer here. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's brought up a lot of issues that I, I kind of the different issues than what we were dealing with down in um, Juneau, oh. but issues really, really important to Alaskans who like to get out, enjoy their summer. And mm-hmm. uh, there, there are two of them. And I know you've been talking about about them, too. But um, the fisheries issue, we've been oh feeling the pain pains of that but there's another one too and that's the Cletina uh, Lake Road access issue and I've been hearing from folks and digging into those and and so I just want to make um, your listeners aware of a, a couple right. of opportunities coming up okay and um, and interestingly as I've I've been kind of working on those these interests these these issues and it's been I will admit it's been drinking through the fire hose Rick you're much more oh, of an expert expert when it comes to the fisheries issue but really trying to get up to speed i i remember the the first time going to i think it was a fall wrap-up meeting out here in matsu to and it was like walking into a room where they were speaking a foreign language when we were talking about escapement goals and all there's a whole lingo that goes without and gradually yeah and um and i can always help you on that stuff if you ever want to chat so well thank you very much i i i pick uh uh, Larry Engel's brain and and Andy Couch good. and different folks and trying to those are good to, guys yeah yeah um, but what I see you know we have a problem with the Walker administration surprise surprise as far as 
mismanagement and um, decision-making and it, in both the fisheries and the Clotina Lake Road access. And what the common thread that I see, Rick, that I've been thinking about is we've got a problem with the Walker administration catering to special interests in both of these issues. Yes. And uh, picking winners and losers. He's yeah. picking the special interests as the winners. And guess who the mm. losers are? It's us. It's right. regular Alaskans. It's Joe and Jane Alaska um, who are, uh, you know, one group's being benefited and it's to the harm and, and detriment of the rest of us. So yeah. there, are, there are a couple of opportunities coming up. And I, I, I tell you, it's been interesting because once, yeah. once you, once you, uh, post things on uh, on Facebook and social media, um, people come out of the woodwork. And um, and I, I just want to go on the record on your show. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have, other, I do not, I have friends who are commercial uh, uh, fisher, fishermen and fisherwomen. Mm-hmm. And um, I have nothing against those folks. What I have right. a problem is management decisions at the department and the board of fisheries level uh, that I that I believe I, I have questions. What what are they looking at the full picture, all the data and the science? Because when they opened up the conservation corridor, um, were they looking at the numbers up in the northern district? Because they were low, and we still have not yet met um, the coho escapement goals in um, in Jim Creek or in the Little Sioux, and and may not and may not. Right, right. Uh, yes, exactly right. That came out in the news release, release a couple days ago. Yeah. And um, the, the thing that is, is um, so concerning, you know, I've, I've had some commercial people glob on as, as I've said these things, and they said, well, you know, they met them in the other rivers, but yes, they met them very late, and they met them so late that it was after people took off time, residents took off time to go fishing, took mm-hmm. time off work, and they came home empty-handed, or they took their kids fishing before the school year began, and they came home, were not able to fill the freezers. And after the sport guides, um, we're getting phone calls from uh, visitors uh, who were canceling their um, fishing trips Charters, because right. fishing was so poor. And these guys, they, these guys have to put food on their table for their families. They depend on this for their livelihood, too. So, right. yes, yeah, some of the rip rivers met their escapement goals, but it was late. And yeah. um, then some haven't. So it's an issue. So I want to I want to let people know that Tuesday um, at the Matsuburo building in Palmer from at five o'clock from five to seven, um, the department's going to have representatives there. And our wonderful Matsu um, commission that focuses on this issue will be there also. And they will have a discussion at the beginning and then they will open it up for the public to make comments and ask questions. So I just want to let people know that is the opportunity um, that, you know, people need to show up. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, and, 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 um, you know, in the particular river I fish, I take a week off every year. I've done it for nearly 30 years and there were no fish. And that was the week I took off. I don't get another one of those. And a lot of people are going through that same thing. And I think the thing that, that, that bothers me most is the minimum, uh, sustainable escapement goal is putting the seeds into the field for a run four years from now. And we're not meeting what we need. And, so now you're throwing the resource away, too. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing is um, there was a lot of work and science 
and that went into the establishment of the conservation corridor and to get that going and it was working and um speaking with Larry Engel he said that the the commercial uh fish guys they could in the end of their season actually have the same number of fish it just would take more days and i get that mm-hmm. time is money Right. But, you know, of course, yeah, they want to come into the corridor where they can scoop up a lot fast. But there's right. re- there really are the fish out there. It's just a matter of um, making sure those the uh, we get through the corridor, those up to the northern district. So great concern. Now, the Cortina yeah. Road access is something else I think that is kind of um, falling under the radar last, uh, uh, under the radar and anything that you can do to help. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People be aware of that because we're hitting a deadline. So fishery okay. meeting is Tuesday. Mm. Latina Road, do you need, to, you need to take a break and let me talk about... I do. Yeah, let me put you on hold. Let me put you on okay. hold. I'll pick you up on the other side. Sounds good. Because this okay. Clutina Road is a, a big deal because it is uh, access for, for uh, every Alaskan. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Stand by. Free Forum Friday, 725, the Rick Rydell Radio Program. We're talking with uh, Senator Shelley Hughes about the Clutina Road access uh, issue that's developing because it seems, let me see if I can put this in a nutshell for you, Shelley. The governor wants to give up some access that we have to Clutina Lake. That, or cha- change, yeah. Change the easement, right? Yeah, in a nutshell. And in doing so, it's not just a matter of changing. It's reducing it and putting in a position where we may have to pay for things that we get to enjoy freely now. And um, these historic uh, uh, trails, and the technical term is RS-2477, so it's basically there's a whole spiderweb network across the state, 20,000 linear miles of these trails and it gives us access to places we want to go including um, places to hunt and fish and we have that right and um the and in digging into this in the last couple of weeks i have spoken with some who have worked on this issue and i think you might know one of the guys that worked on it in the department of uh dnr there for a number of years uh, actually, before that, he was in the legislature working on it, so uh, knows it like the back of his hand, and that's Scott Ogan. Yep. And um, interesting, picking his brain, that particular um, example was one that he and his team and some attorneys that worked on this issue, they always looked at that case as the perfect case that the state could easily win. Yeah, an RS-2477, that's the textbook case of it. Yes, on, on a scale of 1 to 10, as far as what would be winnable, they had scored that one at a 10. And I'll tell right. you why. It's because that was a route for the Klondike Gold Rush. Yep. And there are many photographs. There's artifacts. Um, there's all the evidence they need to prove that one. 
Yeah. And so it, it's mind-boggling, and um, those that know that are scratching their head and saying, why on earth is the Walker administration choosing to settle? And I'll have to tell you, um, Rick, I think it's totally political. I do and too. again, back to our, the administration catering to special interests uh, to the detriment of regular Alaskans. Yeah. And um, it is... So even if you're someone who doesn't go up in that area and use that area, you need to know um, the, the agreement uh, would restrict where you could go, would change, um, lose access along the river. We're, we're now launching boats. Um, mm-hmm. Could It would be a violation to park overnight. In fact, it would allow Atna to charge us for parking and camping that we can freely um, do now because we have the right to the 100-foot right-of-way for all these activities and to access, you know, it's a constitutional right to access the navigable waters, which that is. So there's a lot of questions, a lot of legal questions. What on earth are they doing? It's 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 like they're giving away our property to someone else. Absolutely. They're giving yeah. away our rights. There's, we're mm-hmm. being stripped of rights, actually. Um, the, mm-hmm. Our rights are being diminished in, in this yep. case if it goes through. Now, the, the real uh, bottom line that everybody needs to think about is it's not just that area. It's, like I said, the spiderweb of these uh, miles and miles all over the state that it puts it, those at risk. In fact, Rick, when you really think about it, it could cause us to lose access to the Iditarod Trail, for instance, yeah, part, sections yeah. of the Iditarod Trail. Right. Uh, or we might have to be charged to pass through sections of the Iditarod ch- Trail. If we're allowed to, stop, to at all, right. Yeah, to stop along sections yeah. of the Iditarod Trail. Well, it, I'm, I'm sure I'm coming up against a, a commercial news break here. Is there a meeting or uh, something coming up on the Clatina Road? Well, actually, everyone needs to know that the 30th is the deadline to weigh in. And you can okay. just Google, uh, you know, Alaska, Clatina, public comment, and the link will come up. But I also understand, you know, a lot of groups are opposed to this. Safari Club is concerned about Alaska Outdoor Council is concerned about it. Alaska Outdoor Access Alliance is yep. concerned about this. In fact, that last group, the Alliance, I understand they're going to be uh, providing information and a link to make it easy for people to weigh in. And I will be sure to post that because... This is precedent. We're not yeah. an actual court ruling, even as an agreement. It is precedent setting, and Alaskans need to get involved. Yeah, they do. And I, I would appreciate it if you put that link up on uh, my page, too, if people have a hard time finding it. So, uh, Shelly, I got to play. Yeah, thank you for uh, both these. They're both very important issues, and I'm glad you're on them, and uh, we'll keep everybody informed. Have a great weekend. Hey, hey we're working for Alaskans. That's what we do. Thanks. So that's Senator Shelley Hughes. Thanks for the call today. Take care. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. 7.30, stand by. 7.39, it's the uh, Free Forum Friday edition of the Rick Rydell radio program. Our number is 522-0650. And I do have a few lines open, so if you're dialing now, you'll get right in. Or if you're about to dial now, you'll get right in. Uh, but I urge you to do it quickly. Again, 522-0650. Roger, thanks for the call. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Roger. Good morning. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't know that I was going to get on this morning, but uh, just having experiences, pretty thrilling, about folks that are seeking for recovery from drugs and alcohol. And we were so blessed to uh, be able to be a blessing uh, to the new women's center 
uh, up on Hatcher Pass, Alaska Dream. And one of the things when we learn it's more blessed to give than to receive, I think that uh, we need to be more of a blessing to support programs uh, in recovery and prevention is worth more than a pound of cure. And we've been working with young people for 51 years uh, and never taken a dime from uh, the government, state or federal. And we're older now, and life is hard. But one of the things we'd like to do is to get disaster uh, supplies like rice and uh, bring them up from California and maybe Mm -hmm. some out of Texas. We might have a truck donated and uh, we can work together and solve a lot that individually we can't do. Right. And I uh, just, if anyone would like to call and be a support to uh, uh, getting uh, farm equipment and grow the healthiest foods, we're only, remember, we're only growing 3% of our food and we only have 72 hours, according to our fire chief in Palmer. Right. Uh, our our number, and ask for Roger at 733-1844 or 841-1301, and ask my wife uh, for Roger. Yeah. And, All right, pr- Roger. Well, thanks for what you're doing, and um, thanks for letting us know. Oh, uh, thank you. And All right, have a good thank day. Thank you for the, the show. Yeah, Goodbye. take care. See ya. All right, so again, 522-0650. So there's... Um, let me try and explain this um, this Clutina Road thing a little bit. There is a, an old mining law, um, and it's referred to as RS-2477. And if there was a um, uh, an access road to an area, and I think they, they stopped it in 1974, so any access to an area before 1974 that was used for, mainly for, for the mining uh, is what they wrote it for, but... Um, if there was proof of a road, then there is an RS-2477, which is the easement which allows you to traverse that, right? It allows that road to be there. Um, for some reason, and again, this is a perfect example of an RS-2477 road. It's the 25 miles between Copper Center and Clutina Lake. Um, for some reason, uh, uh, Atna, the native corporation out there, has been suing to get rid of the uh, RS-2477 road, to get rid of the easement out there. And the governor seems to be, and, and I, I, I saw it first from our attorney general before she got confirmed, she wrote that we should give up that easement and change it to another easement. And that's what uh, Shelley was talking about there. And again, as she said, even if you don't use the area, um, what it does is it's going to set precedent. It's going to set, you know, case law, if you will. I mean, not not really case law, but similar to that, it's going to set precedent. And and all of the access roads throughout the state that are even not even as uh, um, clearly an RS twenty four seventy seven easement um, would then be at risk, and and, and also. Not that even if, like I said, even if you don't go there, that's not saying that your kids won't one day, you know, and that's, and that's uh, an, an access road um, we, where we have so few roads in the first place and so little access 
to get out and into the wilds that we have. I mean, we've got more land than just about anybody else, but to access it, um, especially for the common working stiff by a vehicle, that's pretty tough. A lot of places are. And so this is, why would we give up any? And when it's something you have, uh, which is the right of an RS-2477 road up there, um, it's the government's job to secure and maintain your rights. Why would they be giving it away if they weren't placating to some special interest group? And that's obviously what seems to be going on up there. Now, there's <clears throat> some other things that are um, kind of tertiary in that same argument. There's some other areas um, where another road goes over uh, an old graveyard, and I, I could see maybe trading some places for that to move an easement, but that's not the Clutina Road. And so I don't want to get those uh, confused and messed up in it. But um, but as uh, Shelley said, the uh, Senator uh, uh, Hughes said, the, uh, the deadline for comment is coming up at the end of the month. And so um, whether you can weigh in on it or not, just a real quick Google of RS-2477 would uh, explain the the law for you a little bit better but again it's access to land and to recreational places and and for people to do subsistence um that would be different and and possibly even gone away if we don't stick to keeping our rights on this rs-2477 clutina road uh easement issue and so that's a that is a big deal and the other thing of course she was talking about was the escapement goals into the river and if i do get too deep into the weeds on that when i'm talking fisheries uh if somebody would call up and say rick you're getting too deep into the weeds um simplify this for us i will i will i promise but what it is is she talked about the conservation corridor and this was part of the uh, upper cook inlet coho management plan and, and of course the goal is the first priority is always the resource itself. And when I say the resource, um, I'm talking about whatever it is we're talking about managing. In this particular instance, we're talking about the uh, coho salmon in the rivers in Upper Cook Inlet. If you have a plan to make it work where enough fish get into the river and it provides the seed stock so that run will continue, well, that's step one. Step two is providing for Alaskans to eat themselves, eat eat for themselves, eat the fish themselves, because that's the subsistence priority, which is embedded in our Constitution and in statutory law. Then, th- and I'm, I'm I, again, like uh, Senator Hughes, I've got a lot of friends that are commercial fishermen, and I'm not blaming you guys for this. I'm blaming the Board of Fish. Um then we have this awesome commercial fishing fleet that sops up the rest of the uh, of the surplus of the harvestable surplus. But it's got to be done in that right order. You've got to manage for the resource first, then for the subsistence user, those of us who are eating the fish, and then it goes to the commercial fishermen. What this has done this year, and in a number of rivers, is they've given it all to the commercial fishermen without ensuring that the fish got into the rivers. And that's that's where you start to lose runs of fish. 
All right, 748, I got Kingsley on the phone. The rest of the lines are open. It's free for him Friday. We'll be right back. 753, we're into the final death throes of the broadcast of this free for him Friday. I've got uh, Kingsley and then uh, my good friend Bill Stoltz on the phone. Let's go to Kingsley to start this segment off. Good morning, sir, and happy Friday. Thank you, Rick. Hey, I want to thank you and Shelly Hughes for bringing this road issue forward. Uh, and there is a, uh, a horrible precedent set. Uh, yeah. A lot of people probably don't realize this, but in the 90s, uh, the federal government, uh, uh, principally the National Park Service, uh, laid claim to the submerged lands in Glacier Bay. And those lands were uh, property of the state. Uh, it was a clear slam dunk, easy to win case, but uh, unfortunately, Governor Knowles signed off on it and uh, basically took away uh, a, a vast and huge and very rich and productive uh, fishery area to all the right. citizens of Alaska. And uh, so, what I guess what I'm saying is uh, these things have happened already. Uh, Ted Stevens went out and got a bunch of money and paid people for it afterwards, after the fact. But I mean, it was mm. it was a done deal. So right, they right. could somebody takes away your rights to a road or to a uh, 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 a navigable waterway, you're screwed, glued yeah. and tattooed. Yeah, that's why you know I say these elections have consequences, and and this is basically something that we have that they are giving away for to someone else. Yeah, and, and and they do it for political reasons. Yep. Uh, in the case of Knowles, he wanted to run for Senate, and uh, he didn't want to buck the national environmental community, and Glacier Bay backed up to a park in Canada, and it was a U.N. heritage park. Right. And, you know, if you want to be in that club back east, you, you know, you, you've got to have the credentials. So, right. Well, uh, yeah, and we won't even get into the Katie John case, because that was an atrocity of giving away. Um, give, I mean, they literally set it up so we are the only state in the union where the federal government manages wildlife on federal lands. They took that away from us. Anyway, let's let's not go there because you're a racist if you are. So anyhow, <laughs> well, well, I'm I mean, native. Every, so anytime right. you disagree with somebody more, you're racist. Anyway, so. I know it seems to be that. All way. right, all right, buddy. Happy appreciate weekend. the call. Have a good weekend. Take care. Let's go to uh, my good friend Bill Stoltz on line three. Big big rivalry at the football game tonight. Yeah, South uh, is is uh, taking the trek out to Chugiak, and uh, uh, I'm going to be watching the game with a special guest tonight. It'll be uh, I'll be sitting next to you. Right. Uh, right. Uh, it's always a good matchup, a lot of history between those teams. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you just capsulize everything, that, that uh, a lot of this was set on the election and how that uh, fusion ticket was put together, the promises made. Byron Malott yeah. was given, uh, he was the one that handpicked my friend Sam Cotton. He was, uh, he was really given the uh, authority over fisheries, and there were uh, Dr. Roland Ma, who has his own issues, uh, yeah. Given a lot of promises of of uh, what primacy that uh, that organization, the Cook and the Drifters, would have in the whole pecking order, all this was set, and it really boils down to elections have consequences. It does, and unfortunately, my end music's playing, so I'll see you for burgers about six. Yes, sir. And uh, all right, buddy. Out that Tom Huffer Senior Stadium. We'll see it tonight, and South will be victorious. Thank you, buddy. All right, bye. Take care. All right. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, Rush is coming up next. The Rick Rydell Radio Program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for watching. I apologize for the actions of my representative, Jason Gren. Have a good night. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.